Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello and welcome to the Nutrition Diva podcast. I'm your host, Monica Reinagel, and I'm so glad you're here because we have another great episode of Listener Questions. You all send me such interesting questions, and it's fun to put together these sort of potpourri episodes that hopefully include a little something for everyone. And today I'm going to be answering your questions about collagen, evening primrose oil, intermittent fasting, olive oil, herbal medicines, and much more. So let's get started. Longtime listener Rohini writes, I've been trying to do intermittent fasting for the past few months, and I can manage a 14-hour fast quite comfortably from 8 p.m. till 10 a.m. I almost always exercise earlier in the morning, but I start to feel tired fast if I haven't eaten anything. Intermittent fasting experts often tout the benefits of exercising in a fasted state, but other credible sources insist on eating first before exercising. What do we morning exercisers do? Well, Rohini, even after an overnight fast, even after a 14-hour fast, you should have more than enough fuel on board in your muscles for a moderate-intensity workout. That said, the benefits of fasted exercise are often exaggerated. The real key here is what makes you the most comfortable, because that will support more consistent exercise. And it sounds like you'd be more comfortable with a little breakfast before you work out. In the long run, that's going to be far more beneficial than the incremental gains that you might get from following somebody else's arbitrary rules about pre-workout fasting or fueling. Val writes, recently, my doctor suggested that I start taking evening primrose oil for fibrocystic breast disease. However, I can't seem to find studies that support using EPO for either breast pain or decreasing the nodule size. In fact, the National Institutes of Health say studies of evening primrose oil for breast pain have not found it to be more effective than a placebo. So what's your take? Val, there have only been a limited number of studies on EPO and benign breast disease. One study found that it was not more effective than a placebo. Well, actually, that study found that it was slightly more effective than the placebo, but it didn't reach that threshold for statistical significance. But other studies have found that it was as effective as prescription drugs that are sometimes prescribed for this condition. Then again, the prescription drugs aren't exactly slam dunks. A significant number of people don't find them helpful. Seeing as EPO has few side effects or safety concerns, your doctor may reason that it's worth a trial of one to see if you are one of the people who does see an improvement. And I can see the logic in that. If you do decide to try it, though, make sure you're taking enough of it. The usual dosage is six 500 milligram capsules a day or 3,000 milligrams a day and take it for long enough, 8 to 12 weeks, 
before you decide whether or not it's helping. Stephen writes, several health-related websites state that oat bran is superior to rolled oats, but I often hear that whole grains are important for our health. I do eat plenty of other whole grains like wheat and corn and rice. So does isolating the bran from the oats, or for that matter, from wheat, remove significant benefits? Stephen, I think it's probably more accurate to say that isolating the bran from oats or wheat concentrates the benefits that you get from the fiber. It's the soluble fiber in oat bran, for example, that's largely responsible for its modest cholesterol-lowering effects. Now, of course, fiber is not the only benefit we get from whole grains, but it is a significant one. If you ate only bran, you would be missing some of the nutrients that are concentrated in other parts of the whole grain, some of the B vitamins, for example. But because you eat plenty of other whole grains, that wouldn't seem to be an issue for you. So I don't think you're missing anything important by choosing oat bran instead of whole oats. Afifa writes, Lately, I've been seeing a lot of workout shakes that feature collagen as a way of enhancing performance. I always associate collagen with skin and aging. So how does collagen help with working out? Collagen is a type of protein and protein can help with workout recovery by boosting muscle protein synthesis or repair. But collagen is actually not a terribly high quality protein source. In fact, it's relatively low protein quality sets it apart from most animal-based protein sources. Most of the claims that I see for collagen as a performance-boosting supplement seem to be made by people who are selling collagen supplements. Meanwhile, researchers have found that whey protein, which is significantly less expensive, is actually more effective at boosting muscle protein synthesis and workout recovery. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Chloe writes, I've been trying to find out more information on the safest kind of refined olive oil. I don't like the idea of chemicals being used, but perhaps that sounds worse than it is. Since there is a big price difference, I'd love to know whether I need to buy the more expensive stuff or whether I'm wasting my money. Chloe, hexane is a chemical that's often used to refine oils, and this method is far less expensive than other mechanical processes. Like anything else, Hexane can be toxic if you're exposed to enough of it. However, hexane is also an extremely volatile compound, and that means that virtually none of it remains in the refined oil. Gasoline fumes in the environment 
actually account for 50 times more hexane exposure for the average consumer than all food sources combined. And after almost a hundred years of use, no adverse health effects from hexane refined oils have ever been detected. Refining removes impurities from oil, which generally increases their smoke point. Unrefined or extra virgin olive oil, for example, has a smoke point of about 375 degrees Fahrenheit. But refined or light olive oil has a smoke point of 465 degrees Fahrenheit or so. However, here's an interesting and somewhat counterintuitive finding about cooking with virgin or unrefined olive oil. Although it doesn't have the highest smoke point, extra virgin olive oil turns out to be one of the best choices for high heat cooking based on its superior ability to resist oxidation, as well as the low formation of harmful compounds when it's heated. In tests, extra virgin olive oil was actually more stable than light or refined olive oil, and maybe that's because it's higher in antioxidants. And those same antioxidant compounds, by the way, are a big factor in the characteristic aroma and flavor of really high-quality extra virgin olive oil. So, Chloe, I think you can go either way. You can just cook with extra virgin olive oil, but if you want to also include a refined olive oil in your pantry, I think that you're perfectly safe saving a little money and going with the hexane refined oils. You'll find a transcript of today's show along with links to the research that I mentioned on our website at quickanddirtytips.com. You can also search the archives. And if you can't find the answer to your nutrition question, go ahead and email it to me at nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com or call the Nutrition Diva listener line at 443-961-6206. And your question could be featured in a future episode. I'd also like to invite you to check out my other podcast with Brock Armstrong. It's called The Change Academy, and we talk about the art and the science of behavior change. The Nutrition Diva Show is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Nathan Sems with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our assistant manager is Emily Miller, and our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. Morgan Christensen is our podcast and advertising operations specialist, and our intern is Brendan Pika. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next week. Remember to eat something good for me. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.